0: Welcome to the Dork Forest, Jackie yeah, and her pals will never bore us, shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us door. laugh and smile, so
1: let's explore the dark Forest and dark out down for a while. <laughs> hey you guys, it's me, Jackie Cation. That's right. First ranger among rangers of the Dork Forest. You're listening to the Dork Forest. The websites, of course, are thedorkforest.com. Just regular dorkforest.com goes right to it. There's uh, familypetancestry.com that goes to jackiecation.com because it made me laugh. Allthingscomedy.com has a Dork Forest page, and that is because that is my podcast umbrella network, and they have a lot of other podcasts on, on their website. If you're looking for other pods to listen to, a lot of stand-up comics have their podcasts on there, Al Madrigal and Bill Burr, of course, being the most famous. The credits, let's do it. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song to the Dork Forest. He will sing again his words to the Mexican Hat Dance at the end. And Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He will be fixing up the merch page and making everything more expensive. So if it's... $25 $25 for a t-shirt with shipping, it's $30. Then that is taken into account that postage has gone up. And, uh, yeah, I raised the prices. But it all includes shipping. All the merch, I might as well talk about it. If you go to JackieCation.com on the merch page, the store page, you can get Ranger the Dork Forest t-shirts, the Dork Forest t-shirts. I'm phasing out the brown ones. It's just going to be green. So, But I have some left in stock, and I'm going to bring them on the road. They're all union made, all the t-shirts. They are made in the United States of America by union workers who have dental and healthcare, very glamorous. And so hence, they run big, just so you know. Because they're made by union members and Americans. And we proudly, uh, I guess, or with some shame, are slightly larger than other people. You can also get all of my CDs. My CDs are available Digitally on Amazon or iTunes, you can just also stream them on Pandora or Spotify, but you can buy hard copies on my website. So there's the first one, Circus People, hard copy invol includes a, a, a QuickTime video from my 2003 <laughs> Comedy Central special. The It's Never Gonna Be Bread, which was top 10 comedy albums of the year in 2010 when it came out on Amazon.com. And my new one, which came out last year, was top five comedy specials of the year on Vulture.com, and that is called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux is available as a CD, as a DVD, or as a downloadable $10 special on ComedyFilmNerds.com, which I also write movie reviews for. Um, you can get just a, town, a, a download of it. The DVD itself has a, a, a DVD bonus, and I can sign anything. I cannot sign things. There is a new T-shirt, and it is the Spooky Reading Girl T-shirt, a reference uh, from my act. Okay, other than that, the L.A. Podcast Festival is coming up, you guys. It's where everybody gathers, and if you're coming to it, go to LAPodFest.com and buy tickets and come to the Podcast Festival. It's the weekend of September 19th. If you can't make it, you can live stream all of them for a month. All of the different podcasts are being filmed uh and then live streamed and then saved for a month, so you can buy them all for $25 if you are not going to be able to make the podcast festival and you would like my podcast and everybody else's podcast in the whole world. Mark Marin's podcast is going to be there. Aisha Tyler's podcast is going to be there. Uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour is doing one. Uh, Paul Gilmartin, who was just on the show. And you can live stream all of it. It's twenty five dollars for all of them. You can save five bucks if you use my code, which is DORK D O R K. Oddly enough, and then it's twenty bucks for everybody. My podcast is going to be four p.m. on Saturday, September nineteenth. Uh, my guest will be Greg Proops. And then I'm also doing Paul Gilmartin's podcast that night where we will open a vein and talk about any sort of mental illness that I might have because he has a thing called Mental Pod, Paul Gilmartin. That's at 10 p.m. 10 p. All these times are Pacific. Now, when I do the live shows now, I'd make them premium episodes. That's on Bandcamp. So if you go to uh probably bandcamp.com slash thedorkforest, I don't know, there's a link. And uh there's special... There are special premium episodes. I think they cost $2 because sometimes the live ones cost money to put up with the audio guy and the travel and the hotel and whatever. Other than that, there's, of course, a donation button on both dorkforest.com and jackiecation.com where you can donate to the show. If you are enjoying the show, feel free to donate. Uh, this has been a weird year financially. And so if you like the show, you could donate 10 bucks a month. I haven't made that easy because I don't like regular money coming out of anything. So you just have to remember, oh, I like this show. Here's $10. And I'd love $100 from everybody. That's what I would love. If you have $100 a year, I would love that. And if you have more, uh, God knows, I would love that too. But whatever you like, whatever you can afford, and if you can't afford any of it, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm glad you like the show. Talk it up. You can also support the show by uh, buying merch, which we talked about, or using the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com, which is when you order from Amazon, and we all do. I'm almost certain we all do. Uh, I I know it only works with the U.S. version of Amazon, though. But you click through to the U.S. uh, version of Amazon, you do your order just like normal, and... It supports the show a little bit. And it doesn't cost you anything extra on Amazon. I do stand-up comedy, Jackie Cation does, and there is a tour page on JackieCation.com that tells you where I'll be doing it. It's an exciting time. Feel free to come and see me live. But for the love of everybody and their grandmother, let's get into the dorkdom of the day. Thanks for listening, you guys. Let's do this. Hey, it's Jackie Cation talking into a new mic so the peas might pop. See? Get that? Uh, Patrick Brady told me to purchase, uh, some windscreens. I'm gonna be sitting a little bit away. I'm here in my living room with Jay Moore. Welcome to the Dork Forest, my friend.
0: I'm impressed with the wind screens. More, imp- uh, impressed with the wind sock above your home. <laughs> Just if
1: I only if bring
0: we'll, in that Cessna.
1: There's, uh, the wind sock and the chime are two things Andy Ashcraft will have no part of.
0: <laughs> are there chimes at airports next to the wind socks?
1: How great would that be? No, I've never seen a chime in an airport. but You can't
0: land that plane today. Look at those chimes. Those
1: chimes would be the the most loudest chimes in the world.
0: I picked the wrong sense for chimes. I said, (laughs) look, instead of listen. Like a dope.
1: Mm. Jay Moore, we've done each other's pods before. You have a radio show on the Fox thing. Uh, sports oh who cares it's let's talk
0: sport. about more stories podcasts forget that but that's at, corporate stuff
1: at j Moore and Jay at j
0: 37 oh yeah. is it 37
1: yeah. at Jay Somebody Moore.
0: squatted on my name that'll happen so it's at j Moore 37
1: which was the year we were both born uh right?
0: my father was born in 1937
1: was he? Yeah, yeah my I it. my brother uses uh the number uh, Twelve, I think, for for things, because uh, for some reason, that was
0: George Carlin's favorite number.
1: I think it was the OCD. year that uh, my father came back into our lives and fixed his Aww. life. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's
0: the Carlin tie-in, and you're a comedian. It's uh, oh, he was the... obsessed with twelves. Was he? Yeah, my wife. Do you an think eight. he's
1: a numerologist?
0: Uh, no, he just had weird stuff. Uh, you know that he dug. Like my yeah. wife's a big eight. person. She likes
1: eight. I like seven. And it's because Mickey it's, it's when old. I uh, um it's when I first met my uh, my oldest nephew, Uh who uh, he's our like he's my brother's stepson, and I love that kid with the power of the sun. And I was like, seven's gonna be my favorite That's age. Good
0: number, good. A good. good. Number. What's good his name? Kid. The kid? His name's
1: Young Paul Boyer.
0: Young Paul Boyer. Young Paul Boyer. This Boyer's is Jay a- Moore telling you: straighten up, fly right, young man. You got nothing to worry about with oh, people man. like this. The guy's around
1: like a uh, he's a he buys wine for some chain of. Wine. Your seven
0: year old nephew buys wine. He
1: buys, yeah, it's nice. I met him, uh, probably 30 years ago now. So oh, he's probably, maybe 25. He's port, probably 32 or something. Important
0: piece of the story. You kind port, of redacted right. on me there. Yeah, yeah. That's, hey, I like your app. I have your, look.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to, you were telling me I you like my app. I don't even have my app. The
0: Dork Forest app. Anybody Can listening? I see it? Yeah, of course. Let me take it off airplane mode. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, do you I need have to take it you out? and Greg Proops and mine. Okay. I listen to me because I interrupt so much. So, oh, I only it's listened it. has got the
1: ranger image and then yeah, there's. Yeah, it really.
0: It's a good app. It's very easy. You plug it in into the car stereo and you just listen to Jackie Cation. And it's and, all good. Yeah, it's great. It's,
1: oh, wow. And it goes back like several, like 30 yeah. episodes. And I Is wanted it, to
0: tell you this nice thing that happened yeah, about yeah. you was I was listening because I have the Proops, Greg Proops's app as well. I have an app, More Stories app, if you guys wish. Um, More and,
1: Stories with an H.
0: That's right. And Greg Proops was doing a show at Nerdmelt. And he was going through, like, you know, he's got that crazy, like, secretary of state schedule. He always runs through, like, you know, on the 12th, I'll be in New Zealand. On the 13th, I'll be in right. London. I'll be in London for 48 hours. Then we're going to Japan. Then I'll be at Nerd Mouth. Then I'll be at Barloo. And then I'm going to do the Dork Forest podcast with Jackie Cation. And, like, huge oh, wow. applause.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: And, yeah. So I yeah. was like, oh, I, I got to get in there.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to. Yeah, you got you to. Gotta- I
0: called you that day.
1: That You did call me that day. So that what inspired you to, to say, hey, let me get back on the Dork Forest.
0: Yeah, well I wanted to go on- Anyone
1: listening who's on a long line that Jay Moore just jumped? Squeaky wheel, you guys. That's how you get on the dork for it. That's all you got
0: to do. Yeah, I got dates to promote. That's really how, like, uh, when podcast episodes get shelved, it, it's like, hey, man, they just had dates to promote. I mean, <laughs> I can't, hey, if I'm going to be, you know, at Stand Up Live.
1: Right, you got in uh, Houston, in Phoenix, October 17th. House of Blues. Ho- and Phoenix, and Phoenix October stand, 22nd.
0: Yeah, Phoenix, October 22nd, uh, Stand Up Live. So I, I jump, got
1: fans in both of those places. Got to jump the line. Got right jump the line. And this, uh, yeah, it's, so how's your app? Is, wait, do my you listen good. to the phone bonus? Do you ever listen to the phone bonus, which is only available on the app?
0: I don't know what that means, so apparently not.
1: There's a bonus that Libsyn, because Libsyn created the app. Yeah. And they, they're like, you can put additional content and it'll just play on the app. It'll be bonus content. So it's one to three minutes of me and Andy Ashcraft, my fella. By the uh, way, good dude,
0: man. That's nice. nice. You walk in somebody's to- house at nine o'clock in the morning and the husband's standing there, usually it's like, oh Oh, hi very warm (laughs) easy going that was nice
1: he's a morning person really it's nice
0: you and i are sitting here i gotta we're We're resting our chins on the mic
1: (laughs) yeah and you bastard
0: oh my god so what phone content
1: phone yeah it's called the phone bonus and um, so i
0: would get in touch with lisbon
1: well let me let me see it again it's yeah. I don't know why. The more stories clock eater, by app. the way, Jay.
0: And, and by the way, everybody. Start
1: talking about We don't me.
0: exactly, like, uh, we're not asking you to get our apps because, like, we get paid from it. Oh, we my don't God. There's at so, all.
1: There's so no no we, money. None. But
0: we really want you to get the app because it's super convenient for you just to listen to us, like, on all your devices and in your cars and on right. airplanes.
1: People like it. De- Some people really do like a device.
0: Let me tell you something. When I discovered podcasts myself.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. You don't care about being in traffic at all. Like you're talking yeah. about Houston, like you're on that beltway just sitting there. You're what else what to what like do you
1: listen to? Do you listen Greg to – Greg Proops, you
0: – And I have, I have right. Greg Proops and you on my right phone.
1: Right now. Those so are the ones you're listening to?
0: I have Aisha Tyler. Yeah, always.
1: Um, because always everyone's
0: She pulls like some guests out. Like she went to high school oh. with Sam Rockwell and I'm like, <laughs> I want Sam Rockwell so bad.
1: I, I know when there's podcast guest envy. It gets it gets Anthony a little...
0: Cumia. I have
1: his app. I don't know who that is.
0: You wouldn't. Uh, no, I don't know who
1: anybody is. You know that uh, Lori Kilmartin? Know, Do you know Laurie Kilmartin?
0: She related to Paul? No. Because uh, he was one of your guests that I just listened to. It was Paul fascinating. Paul
1: Kilmartin? Paul, Paul Gilmartin. Gilmartin. There you go. Paul Gilmartin. Uh, Laurie, yes. Here's the weirdest thing. Is the phone isn't here's the Paul Gilmartin episode, it's not showing up on the audio post, so maybe there's more to it. Who knows? <sighs> what
0: are you going to do? I don't but know. we have apps, people. Get our apps. apps.
1: Are you on Libsyn? Is yeah. that who uploads you? Yeah. Is that, did they make your app, or did you have it made separately?
0: Uh, I don't know. Somebody uh said- That would have been Libsyn. I said, we need to get an app, and then a friend of mine said, I'll take care of it.
1: Oh, my gosh. So like I'll put, put old ones up, everything. like,
0: you know- <laughs> David Lee Roth was an old one. Like I got weird people on. Like
1: you got some awesome people on there. But I get
0: I put like my priest on too. Yeah, like Monsignor Jim Lasante from Long Island. I, and I always like to play Devil's Advocate. Like I know what all the atheists are yelling at their <laughs> radio. Understand.
1: You know, I I am from a family of Devil's Advocate. Why? What draws you? Is it what makes you want to say? You know what? I want to be the devil in this particular conversation.
0: I want to represent the constituency. <laughs> He's a bad guy.
1: He's the devil's a bad guy, right? Right. Why would you want to advocate for that guy? That you, me,
0: per, guy. me personally, yeah, why do I want to do it to like yeah, yeah. a priest? Is it yeah, is, is it? Because yeah, I have a lot of listeners that are atheists and okay. I know what's running through their minds. And, and like, I want to ask that question for, for them. For them. Okay. Uh without, okay, without so you, ever you're shoving not pushing him. Oh no. Without ever shoving Catholicism down to anybody's throat. I know an atheist is going like how you can't, you know, whatever the question would be, but I do get really good stuff out of, I've had my, Father Willie's been on twice and all my priests are like young, cool guys. Like Father Willie and I boxed ah, youth at the same gym and he's from like Maine. He was like a state champion box and they all had like lives before they had like their calling. Yeah. And like Father Tim I surf with and he okay. was like a party guy and like acting. Oh, California. you got to listen
1: to the surfing episode. Have you okay. listened to the surfing Not episode yet. with Murray uh, Valeriano and, uh, and an Australian guy? whose name is... I
0: did listen to it.
1: Yeah, And Monty. you were, you were Monty getting Franklin. obsessed
0: with longboard versus shortboards.
1: Well, I was getting obsessed with the fact that you, you carry your board around with you. Isn't yeah. that heavy? I mean, I but was... But all I was your obsessed. questions <laughs>
0: were... I thought your questions were completely salient points and you were uh, acting as if what you were asking them was like, the, like I'm sorry to ask you another ridiculous question. I was well, like, well, no, if I'm Jackie Cation, I've never surfed. These are great questions.
1: They're good. They're perfectly. And Murray told me at the end of it, he said, you know, you didn't ask me afterwards. He said, you know, you didn't ask like the main three questions everybody asked surfers. It made it more interesting for us. Like, uh, I guess the main three questions people get asked are something about sharks yeah. and something about. I don't know. No, I, I asked, I, Those I, three. I, sharks even, yeah, and I Sharks? Yeah. there's more sharks and then some other sharks. I'm, I'm known for not asking the right questions. I, uh, interviewed Bill Willingham, who's a comic book guy at, uh, and I got off stage and <laughs> Andy's giant comic book guy. He goes, you know, you didn't ask him anything about comics and you didn't ask him anything like what people usually ask him at conventions and stuff because it was a live episode at a con. And I was like, well, he was a, he was in vietnam he was a he, he was a tank operator in v- i wanted to talk about that that's goes, interesting that's yeah. fascinating and everyone enjoyed that episode so it all worked out
0: what does andy know
1: what does andy know he's he was actually he was he was applauding it he said you're right everybody knows more than they've ever they've heard him talk about fables and and his comic so you get let's talk briefly com- about your dorkdom
0: okay yeah i'm a little i get obsessive about some dorky stuff that people probably wouldn't think a uh
1: Right, because... High
0: school wrestler.
1: Right, slow clap jock of Jay comics. Moore. Oh, we, yeah, you, we brought coined, it up before. you coined
0: me slow
1: clap jock. <laughs> slow clap jock. It's, it is a compliment. You know,
0: I didn't know friend. I was a jock.
1: Which because is so weird. I played baseball, at place.
0: And Wrestling. I wrestled. And it was when Brian Pussain was on my podcast, he called me a jock. And I'm like, I'm not a jock. He's like, all right, <laughs> look at me, right? Yes. Now look at you, I go... All right, but we're like we're comic. Like once you're a comic, you're just, that's your tribe. You're feel, a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, did you get a varsity letter in a sport? I yes. said yes. He said how many? And I said which sport? And he goes, you're an asshole.
1: <laughs> See, you're so. But the thing is, is you 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 emailed me your like this list of dorkdoms that we could talk about, and the one that. This is, I have a bone to pick with people who love the real housewives. And you love the real housewives. What's not to love? Not not only do
0: I love it, I used to blog on Bravo, whatever their website is, about the real housewives of New Jersey, my home state, and I did it for free. I did it for the passion (laughs) of Teresa and Joe Judice and the battle they had with the Gorgas.
1: Wow, I mean, it's like gorgeous? Romeo and
0: Juliet. It was crazy. And I blogged for free for an entire year. And I was still intermittently on my Twitter. Hey, when are your blogs coming back? And I'm like, I can't keep doing this. It takes hours.
1: Right. Because you got to watch it and then you do it. Right, it. Yeah. you got to make it funny and entertaining. Yeah. So let's start early on because I've never, I've not seen one of them. Okay. Not even one. Okay. So there's many different franchises. What was the first one? Who were the Orange County was the
0: first one, and real they House. sold it – Bravo sold it as gated communities. It wasn't Housewives. Okay. Like the way – It was, ri- it, it was it became, like rich
1: people yeah, thing.
0: You know, and there was a stat in the opening credits like, you know, there's 300 million Americans, 19 million live behind gated walls.
1: Oh. And like it
0: was Casa Dakota, this place in Orange County. But then the franchise as it stands now is just the real Housewives – Yeah, Uh, of all these different cities, which is fascinating because none of them are housewives, right? Like Bethany Frankel, like Real Housewives of New York runs like skinny girl. She created that conglomerate like she's as big as Pepsi Cola. Wow. And she lives alone. Skinny girl. Skinny girl is like a cocktail mix, like skinny girl wine, skinny girl mixers. Is
1: it like a diet booze thing? Yeah, that's all it is. Well, you know what? The world has always wanted a diet boost thing. <laughs> That's it. And they
0: all like wind up doing cookbooks. They all okay. do They all have. Because like, they're
1: housewives, they but do, they're, they're quote housewives.
0: Yes. And they, they're, they it's amazing to me. Cause like as a comic, you're always like, where's my ancillary income going to come from? Am I going to write a book? Am I going to do a podcast? And like oh. these ladies will do like cookbooks or like, uh, they release songs.
1: What? Like, they're allowed uh, to record music.
0: A, a lady from Atlanta, Kim Zolciak, Tardy yeah. for the Party. Don't be tardy for the party. Don't
1: be tardy for the party.
0: And like for like a summer, <laughs> they'll be like, "Hey, like Luann De La the Countess, Real Housewives of New York." Um, <laughs> elegance, what money can't buy you, class. <laughs> elegance is learned, my friend. And then, uh, yeah, Melissa Gorga, Real Housewives of New Jersey, had on display a song. And here's where I had to completely tap out of the housewife stuff is when I got into a Twitter battle with a housewife.
1: Oh, with an actual housewife?
0: Yes, you're got, high
1: profile enough that they will talk to you.
0: If you wrestle with pigs, you get mud on you, <laughs> and the pig enjoys it.
1: Right. That's the only person having a good time.
0: So I tapped out completely of the Twitter waging the war that I was in with uh, this Melissa Gorga lady.
1: And where? What? How? Where? And what city s- is she from?
0: New Jersey. Okay. And so what I did instead was when I went as a guest on Watch What Happens Live, my friend Andy Cohen's got this great show. It's like just nonsensical fun with, he'll have like a housewife and like, um.
1: It's panel?
0: Yeah, sort of. It's like a half the hour. View? It's, it's so, it's the best case scenario. It's him and then there's two chairs. There's a bar. Okay. And just super fast. It'll be like a housewife and Jackie Cation or two housewives or it'll be like, uh, so Katie Couric. And, like, uh, a husband of a housewife. Okay. Like he gets huge guests. All right. But I was the first... Like straight male that was all in,
1: right? Right. And that like you were me. like, I know everything. You can you can yeah. go toe to toe with these people.
0: And so I was on it. And what I did instead to get out of the Melissa Gorga because my whole thing was like her songs. Right. Her song stinks. Right. And then she's like on Twitter. This went back and forth. It was ridiculous. And then people that enjoy Real Housewives franchises right. are so uh, they're crazy.
1: They're pretty passionate. They're, that's Very-
0: one. That's a word. <laughs> I'll say bat guano. Check the bat floors of the crazy. check the floors of the caves for bat shit because they're hanging upside down, crazy. Oh my god! So team, it's always team this, team that. Team Melissa right. went crazy. Like you don't even know, like this is a great song. She's talented. So when I was a guest on Watch What Happens <laughs> Live, I uh my wife who has all the great ideas in my life, mm. uh, she said you have to you have to do the song. Uh, when you're there. Oh, and a I'm cover?
1: Like, oh, wait, while you're on the show.
0: Yeah, so I was a guest on Watch What Happens Live. Yep. I brought out an acoustic guitarist, and I just banged out like a super quiet, like Chet Baker version of this awful <laughs> like day. Like unplugged VH1. Every day, every day on display. <laughs> and like just nailed it. Like it won, and it was great. Like game over. Like this, I can do th- no auto tune. There's some ginger guitarist, some redheaded guy,
1: just walking around guy. You're like, hey, you play? Let's yeah, do this. It
0: was fun. And, uh,
1: <laughs> that's funny. Did he? Uh, did he have to? Was it hard for him to learn the song, or is it one of the simple tunes of the world?
0: It was maybe maybe you didn't hear the real housewives of New Jersey as the artist <laughs> part,
1: right? Did she supposedly write the tune?
0: Mm, that, well, the whole. Uh, season was her with the grave diggers uh, uh, spelled like yeah Red. naturally mm-hmm. uh, coming to her home and her husband uh, Joe Gorga building her like this uh, fantastic recording studio
1: so the, the other premise there was something who was it who had the idea of- I need a beer yeah. <laughs> oh yeah what's up dorks you're a dreamer man that's mm. what your coke calls you did you see that not put, I like they, to think
0: David Lee Roth works they, in a Coke factory.
1: Little Dreamer. They don't they're not putting names on them anymore? I don't know what's happening. You got Dreamer. Uh, you what's dreamer. Yours there's a soapbox driver. Whoa. No, I don't know what that it doesn't That's say anything. That's a weird one. Uh, that is super weird. But okay, so there's like there's five of these shows though, right?
0: There's New York City. Well how's is in New York City. The first one was Orange County. Okay. New York City, uh Atlanta. Right. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: Oh, Beverly Hills. Okay, that's a really
0: good one. That was a a good one. A lot of drama, yeah, because they're all so fucking rich,
1: right? Like crazy rich, right? Most of these, they're all pretty wealthy. Or do you think they're subsidized by the reality TV industry?
0: They become wealthy for like that, okay? But you're only doing like twelve, because that's for the civilians listening. You go like, hey, I made uh, ten thousand dollars a week doing a guest, uh, you know, a TV show, and everybody's like, "Wow, you're a millionaire." You go, "No, it's thirteen weeks, and then I have nothing."
1: Right, right. <laughs> but or the government
0: takes fifty percent because they think you're making that all fifty-two weeks. Right, right. So I think those housewives, you know, they make like
1: but they, they, they come in
0: thousand dollars.
1: Oh, for the season
0: per episode. Oh, per episode, it's gotten nuts. And like, how many
1: episodes per season?
0: 12, okay. 13, 14, so 15, Personal appearance. You drop a right. hit record in the Hamptons.
1: Right. Who doesn't want cookbooks? Wanna-
0: <laughs> I don't watch Atlanta so much because there's just too many wigs. I'm, I'm not. It's uh, it's like more of a black, you like real hair. Yeah, it's more like black women. There's one lady. white lady, Kim Zolciak, who has mm-hmm. um, tardy for the party, okay. and a off They get spinoff shows. Okay. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. We mentioned
1: what? What's what are the spinoffs of New Jersey?
0: Uh Caroline Manzo, who's actually a friend of mine, through just being the blogs and stuff yeah. and being a voice of sanity on this complete crazy Guido <laughs> show. Uh her and I like text back and forth. She's been on the podcast and stuff like that. And she's got nice kids, like her sons would come to my stand-up shows when I was on the East Coast. She has a show Growing Up Manzoed, because her ki- she's becoming an empty nester and all her kids okay. are getting out. Uh but, like, her husband owns this enormous restaurant uh in New Jersey called The Brownstone. It's, like, where you have, like, weddings and stuff. Oh, okay. And it's weird because, like, that's where I grew up. And I used to work at this place, the Friar Tuck Inn, which looks the same. So, like, whenever they visit him at work, I'm like...
1: Flashback to...
0: Yeah, this is, like, where I, like, I get... Exa- what did you like- do
1: at that job?
0: I was a waiter. I became okay. an alcoholic too. Cause oh, when nice. you're 16 and somebody goes, you want to help me bartend? You go, sure. And, uh, wow, these Budweiser bottles come in six ounces. I can put this down pretty quick.
1: Yep. No one will notice.
0: Oh, it's great. No one will
1: see a thing. It was a
0: good time to be a drunk.
1: <laughs> well, so, okay. So. You have watched.
0: You really, I love of, your passion, by the way. Cause, of cause of hearing
1: is, about what the hell? You, yeah, like
0: yeah. the surfer guys. I feel yeah. like I'm. Here's the thing with reality TV too that fascinates me that dorks me out is that they they think they're like on TV, TV. Because, like, when they walk down the street, people go, Vicky! And, like, they scream. Right.
1: They think that they're Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn. Yeah.
0: And it's like, no, you're on reality TV. And reality TV, I've been offered it. Yeah. Me and my wife. And it's like, because we were in the mix with Bravo with the blogs. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Because once you let them in, you can never say, that's enough. Like, you know what? I'm with my kid. At right. the Third Street Promenade, could you guys screw off? You know, yeah. Uh, no, you no. and you see it like every at the end Look of every. Look at
1: Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's turned into such a horrible. Like, I don't know when Bruce Jenner wanted to get out of that situation of the Kardashian was, yeah, situation. But there was no way to get out of you that. You know how much money they make? They, I don't. I like, don't.
0: The like the day players like Scott Disick. Okay. Like he makes seventy five thousand dollars an episode, and he's like just married to the little one.
1: He's married to one of the Kardashian kids—girls, Cl- women. Chloe. Chlo- maybe? He's married
0: to Courtney. Chloe's the big one with Lamar Odom.
1: Right. I don't and know. Kim is Kim. All I know is that at least once a week, I get uh, a hilarious tweet telling uh, telling me that the Kardashians are one syllable away from "cation," and you're like, "Yes, yes, I, I get what you're. I I don't know what you're saying, but it doesn't seem flattering. Everybody tweet me
0: that instead of – don't go – don't tweet at Jackie Cation. Tweet at jaymore 37 and spare her that.
1: Right. It's Send a Send it
0: my way. Oh, and by the way, yeah. I do want to know, uh, Rangers, that you're listening. So I would actually, in all earnestness and honesty, would yeah. love it if you – Hit me up. I don't even care if you follow me. Do whatever you want to do with your life. You don't, you get, don't get have my to app. go
1: see him over at Houston on October 17th or in Phoenix on October 22nd. You don't have to. But you could go to and uh, A and lot
0: of content. A
1: lot of content. I tried
0: myself on that site. A yeah. lot of content on That's that, that site. It. Wander and here's that the thing. Site? It's a Will rabbit people, hole. Uh, it is a rabbit hole. I'm not joking. Yeah. You can be on my site for an hour. There's enough weird videos and direct, it's nice true. but the thing with the podcast too is hit subscribe to more stories you didn't even have to listen to it it cost you nothing hit the subscribe <laughs> button get the app me and jackie get credit for it you can walk away from the it's a dumpster fire to you for all i know
1: that's just <laughs> but
0: i need to know that you peeked inside and right. bounced out that's right,
1: right and just saw saw what it was like right. what and, do you want to know
0: about these ladies because okay. i got you oh by the way yeah i am the only person ever yeah. to be a guest host on Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. Okay. No one has ever. First of all, how is Andy Watch
1: What Happens Live, just sort of a panel show about live te- about reality television. It's
0: about the Real Housewives and Below Debt. oh yes, all the Bravo. All, all the Bravo. Bravo only Bravo. Reality. Yeah, and like Andy Cohen. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Oh, he'll do. No, if, chef? That,
0: if it's what I don't know if that's on what, Bravo. Or that not. is on Bravo.
1: So then yes. Okay.
0: And there's two guests, and there'll be like a star, like bartender.
1: Okay. Like, oh, nice. You know, hey,
0: look who came over. the uh, Love
1: boat. That guy. Uh, Isaac. Exact, Isaac. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he does Fantastic. the point. But so, you were you were a guest host. You I was in New York 80-
0: doing stand up. Andy Cohen was on. He, I think he was doing the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion in Orange County, and he couldn't get back in time. And they said, "Would you be able to guest host?" And I was like, "Oh, y- yeah." <laughs> yes, like <this."> please. And. <laughs> It's live, which, mm-hmm. as you know, is the greatest and right. most fun. It's That'd high wire. Much
1: more fun. Cue
0: cards and teleprompters everywhere. Right. Like anything that's not on camera, there are words written down that for you, you. You
1: should be saying these things.
0: You wear an IFB in your ear, which for oh, the really? listener is about the size of a peanut, flesh colored. You never see it. And that means they go 10, 9, 8 to commercial, so like at three seconds you go, we'll be right back with more right after this. Are they talking
1: while you're talking? Sometimes. I couldn't do that. I mean, maybe I would learn. It's, it might just be like a battle helmet that Miles Warkosik has in that one book I read. Anyway. Uh,
0: Tell me about that. You, you lost me and I, want to, I don't like to be lost.
1: Well, you don't like to be It's It's uh, science fiction. He was... Uh, he,
0: I'm going to talk to this guy.
1: You know, the, Rodolfo is... Uh, he's mowing Rodolfo. our lawn. Rodolfo's mowing our lawn. From the
0: drowsy chaperone? Uh, what's Rodolfo. That? Musical <laughs> theater? What? A guy that wrestled in college can't. Knows you more know, about
1: what. The, I can't what like Sweeney
0: Todd. Uh, oh, Rodolfo was drowsy chaperone. Never mind, forget it. So what?
1: In Sweeney Todd?
0: No, no. Uh, I said I, I just mentioned. Todd. Yeah, I'm a big Sontime guy. Jim oh, yeah. Jeffries and I had a very odd episode of More Stories where we talked about musical theater. I looked at my watch. It been an hour and ten minutes, and I went. <laughs> Here's one for the books,
1: here's one, yeah, like There's two guys man, you Jim. would
0: ne- Jim Jeffries, like two guys you would never think.
1: I went and saw Hedwig last winter. Had in, you like uh, uh, with
0: Neil Patrick Harris?
1: No, it was with the guy, the original guy whose name uh, is I is know what I, I don't know names. I think I wrote it. He was in the movie.
0: I think I want to uh, do Billy, the guy from Chicago, Richard Gear played. He's got two songs.
1: I don't know. Song he's got it. two songs.
0: he oh, this all he has. oh okay. Billy, I forget his name. I don't it's know. in Chicago. Richard Gere did it in the movie. Okay, and he, uh like, if I did Broadway, I'm like, I don't know how good I can sing, or how terrified I will be uh on Broadway. But I know if I do Chicago, it's just those two songs.
1: Right. You and could I, be that. I'll take guy. some beta
0: blockers. That's I'll take, a, it? I'll take like a Xanax bar or something.
1: A bar. And just sing. <laughs> right. Super fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm back to the Real Housewives. Oh. Price, uh, yeah. To go. So I, how I guess many toasted. How many members are in each uh 4 show? 5
0: 5 usually around
1: They try to do 5.
0: Yeah, like what happens is you'll get your core and then two will go away and you replace them sometimes Where they don't work they out
1: well they'll just be like i'm done i'm storming out they'll you know, throw down it 12 dollars. sometimes like
0: real housewives of new york city I my own car. there was a lady Jill Zarin, okay who was a complete yenta like that 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 like never stopped like
1: just chatty magoo
0: oh in everybody's business and it was great tv yeah yeah but she became a bit of uh do you know who i am And then Ah. she went to Bravo and demanded a whole bunch of stuff. And they were like, how about this? Here's (laughs) the option B. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And she left. And we were watching the Real Housewives of New York reunion, my wife and I. And I said to my wife, do you think Jill Zarin's just watching this right now, weeping? Because now they're all getting, like I said, like $50,000 a week. It's crazy.
1: Right, right. And Um, book deals and whatever else they want.
0: Orange County, the first two seasons, there was a lady... I when did it start?
1: It. Like 2006? I feel like it's been around. I think it's 10 2000 years. late. 2000
0: Trying to be cool. Uh,
1: but I think right it's been when your around nephew, like 10 years, right when right?
0: you found your nephew. Oh yeah.
1: really? That would have been 97. You
0: guys. So right there.
1: And so that when it all came together?
0: I don't know when you're 2000, but at, but at least 10
1: years these things have been around. I feel like I don't
0: know. Maybe I'm gonna guess. I'll take the under. I'll say nine. I'm not sure, <laughs> but you're right okay. there. You're right in the wheelhouse. Okay. So like orange county housewives there was a lady i forget her name but she married a guy and her leading up to it like they were dating she had a horrible like marriage previously she had really cool kids and then she just met this like guy who was an actual billionaire mm-hmm. they got married and they didn't get married like on the show like it, right, right. it he wasn't didn't want any they had it. not mastered no he actually was okay with it okay. but they had not uh, mastered the monetizing of every like everything <laughs> Do you know what i mean right so she got married to like this billionaire, and she just kind of tapped out, and every once in a while she'll come back, but like she left for that reason. right. Um,
1: How old are they when they like is anyone who did started doing it five or seven years ago still doing
0: it? Vicky Gundelson Gundles, in Orange county still she's an oG.
1: Okay, or an original.
0: And New York gap. is, uh, let's see, uh, Luanne de Lesseps. She, she's the countess. She married a guy who was a count.
1: A genuine count?
0: So she was the countess, and that was like, that's the thing my wife and I split on. She really likes Luanne. I like Luanne too, but the right. countess stuff, I'm like, you know what? When you marry into it. Yeah. Easy.
1: Oh, interesting. when you're telling Bethany,
0: listen. When you introduce me to the driver, it's Mrs. Dillasep's. Don't call me Luann. Okay. And my wife goes, "Well, it's probably her husband gave her an ear-, an ear beating because of it." And I go, "Yeah, but it's Bethany's driver, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's my friend Luann. Listen,
1: listen. I'm, you need I'm to Mrs. use Mrs. and I'm Mrs. Jim Dillasep, or and whatever. And she did like, like a Hints for Heloise
0: like uh, Countess, like How to Behave book. Oh. And then that guy cheated on her, and they got a divorce, all public, all on the show. Right. And so and she now got she's a nice single. Parting
1: gift of, of half of his income, or I would hope so. Okay.
0: That's the way it goes, isn't That's it? The
1: way it goes, if you cheat.
0: I've been there. Oh, I've not cheated, but okay. I've been there. We're giving somebody everything I've owned.
1: Everything, and then you're like, oh, I didn't need that anyway. What's you know great what's great it? about that though? What is great about it?
0: All the money that I. Left on the table because of either my behavior or terrible decision making mm-hmm, would have mm-hmm. went to someone else anyway, so I have no regrets. Oh, there you go. Like, I can't believe I turned down those 1-800 call ATT commercials. Like, nah, it doesn't matter, you wouldn't have it.
1: Yeah, you would have lost that. That would have been dumb work anyway.
0: Oh, geez. Yes. From the start. Vicky Gundelson. Vicky. Right. On Orange County. Vicky. Bethany was in the first season of New York City, left because she became a billionaire. Right. Then had a talk show that didn't work. Right. Then she came back, and it was this year. How
1: do you – do they have the personality to sustain something like a talk show? I mean, they must be smart women. I thought Bethany women.
0: did. Yeah, some of them really are interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of them are dumb as bags of hair, like just, right, just human beings around, would be. Right, just walking
1: piece of sand. So, and they're all, what are they, like 35 oh, or are no, they younger, 25?
0: No. Well, th- their faces are about two or three.
1: <laughs> oh, so they're older. Yeah. So they're in their 40s or 50s or whatever. Yeah, 40s okay. and
0: 50s, ex- definitely. I don't know. There's one lady on Orange County that's well, new. Well, that's got to be
1: a reason to watch it if you're sitting in the middle of Indiana. You're like, oh, look, there's a woman my age, and I can with watch two-year-old her. With a two year old face. With a two year old face, and uh, for some reason, an 11 year old. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but at least they're not 12, you know? Right. And a lot
0: of, yeah, they're older gals. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of facelifts and a lot of Botox and a lot of IVF.
1: What's IVF? <laughs>
0: In vitro fertilization.
1: Oh, re- oh right. Oh, good. It's too oh, old to right, make right, eggs. a science and- baby. Yeah. Science. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It um, uh, has to be done.
0: So <laughs> are they, are they in a personality to carry something on their own? Bethany is, uh, mercurial to say the least. Bethany Frankel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they gave her a talk show and I don't think it worked obviously because she's back. Uh, uh no.
1: Not, not, not yet. No.
0: Not so far. As a group, one that, through, you know, 30, yes. no. But okay. there's a couple outliers where you're like, hmm. Has there
1: been any, like, genuine out breakout stars? Nene Leakes. The- Nene Leakes. She
0: was on, like, Parks and Rec. Oh. She's the uh, black lady that wears, like, blonde wigs on Atlanta.
1: Okay. She's like, the- she got ed-
0: cr- N-E-N-E, Nene Leakes. Okay. Like, she got crazy famous. Okay uh
1: so she actually started an acting career from this or or yeah got and it went work. it went away it didn't stick um
0: uh, not to my knowledge but, but again i, I don't i don't here and yeah key and yes yeah. and i don't watch the atlanta one because you
1: know it's not for you
0: it's also too it's black housewives and in just being completely honest and when people get uncomfortable like when you talk about race uh, i like talking about it because it's
1: I like talking about it in elevators. I like to just bring it up like I work right. at Starbucks.
0: Asians, right? What floor <laughs> are you going? I'm sorry. Um but I don't I can't like New Jersey, we talked about I worked at a type of place. Where did like you the, grow up in uh, Jersey? Verona, 07044 in the shadows of giant stadium in the Meadowlands.
1: Okay, so But like Atlanta, yeah.
0: These black women and their lives, I can't really relate to what's going on because You're not getting I don't sucked in. I just don't know. I can't relate
1: you're not, yeah, it's not, I don't know how you can relate to the New Jersey old ladies. How, how are Cause you? I'm doing? from
0: New Jersey, and like, these are the ladies I grew up with. These okay. are the ladies on my street. Okay. How you doing, hon? <laughs> are you all right? all
1: right? JJ, how are you? <laughs> and then.
0: You want some veal parmesan? I just made it.
1: <laughs> Did you like the Sopranos?
0: Love this. Why are we? Can't, well, what? Like,
1: no, I, it, it was a little tense for I me. I said
0: Dean Del Rey on my podcast, and we we're yeah. talking about overrated. We, I wanted a complete underrated list across the board, and then I got obsessed. I dorked out on since the Rangers are listening. Yep, I'll use the nomenclature. Use the, yeah, yeah. The vernacular. I dorked out on things that are a plus great, but yep. yet still underrated. Paul McCartney.
1: Oh, okay. Completely
0: underrated. As Which a is bassist. so weird
1: because he's not living check to check. That guy. It's right. all working out.
0: But that's you know what I'm but, but he's standing
1: know, in the shadow of John Lennon, I guess. And so he gets nah, a, he gets some shit of that? Me, nah, music, Is that why I he's think underrated? Music
0: fans know that Paul wrote eighty percent of everything and they came up with the concept albums of like so, magical mystery tour and so Sergeant you, do Peppers. you feel
1: but you still feel he's he's underrated or he isn't you, valued as greatly as he ought to be?
0: I think people know he's Paul McCartney's a Beatle, but I don't think people realize I mean he wrote Helter skelter for crying out loud he's a you, bassist he plays lefty you know what i have
1: i have that wings Blackbird. conversation and wings uh, is great well it it's the two disc thing one is the hits and one is the uh the other like they're tw- like something like 30 number one hits yeah. right from wings mm. and then the other Venga. album is like the it was like b-sides or something right and but what i what i listening to that in my car i am struck by and i don't know i know very little uh, about a lot of music but what i'm struck by the songs of wings or the songs in in this compilation is that they seem to be two or three songs in one song like it'll be it's very
0: paul like you never give me your money off of abbey road okay the bass lines and stuff like talking about paul McCartney as a bassist completely underrated like he never comes up okay everybody always goes john paul jones from like led zeppelin or bill wyman or you know the guy from the who Twistle or whatever but like yeah Paul, uh, was just a phenomenal basis, but Goodfellas, Dean Del Rey goes, I'm not a Goodfellas guy.
1: Oh, you didn't like the movie Goodfellas. And I was like,
0: what? Cause you said about the Sopranos, right. just right, kind right. of not your cup of tea. But like Sopran, uh, Goodfellas, uh, yeah. even though we think it's A plus, no, yeah. room, it's underrated because every time you watch it, you're like, fuck, I didn't even realize.
1: That how great An- it
0: was? That guy, Anthony, or it's better than you remember. It's just, oh, like that guy, Anthony, has four lines, but he's never on camera. Like, that's really weird.
1: Yeah, there's not a bad scene in Goodfellas. Uh, there is a
0: guy that none of his lines are on camera. Oh, yeah? I want you to look out for okay. this. Okay. Anthony.
1: His name? The, like he shoots the,
0: spider in the foot. Well, yeah. first of all, when uh, you're a funny, funny how, what's so funny about me? Yeah. Well, well, maybe maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I had too much to drink. I don't yeah. know. He... Hey, Joey, you got it all wrong. He's a big boy, Anthony. Let him speak for himself. Right, right. That's off camera in the restaurant. Yep. Then when he shoots Christopher from The Sopranos. Right. Says, I thought you said on my right, Spider. Uh, he goes, you shot him in the fucking foot. And then you hear off camera, how could you miss from this distance? Right. And then Pesci looks at the guy off camera and he goes, do you have a problem with what I did, Anthony? And he mm. goes, no.
1: <laughs>
0: He's never on camera. <laughs>
1: I, the thing, what I like about Goodfellas is that it is a depiction of the mob. That feels so incredibly real that I've never been. I've, I've watched that movie probably three times in twenty five years because it's too real for me. I watch it like, once,
0: three times in twenty five minutes. Oh, I believe that. Just I just snorted. I snorted Adderall.
1: It's a, you know that I tried to watch all the top one hundred AFI movies uh, on fast forward. I was like, people want me to watch all this bullshit. Fine, here we go.
0: Some of them are terrible.
1: Some of them are fine. Some
0: of them, no, no. Some but of them that, are
1: some of them are terrible. Some of
0: them are fucking garbage movies. <laughs> some of these like all time classics right. are bullshit.
1: That you that
0: and it's a waste of your time. And same with books. Like people go, you know the classics like Moby Dick. Moby Dick. I will wipe my ass with. It's a pile of shit. Have I you tried? Have it, you tried it?
1: I I tried to I read tried it as it when an I was adult. 15.
0: I didn't. I, in high I school, just, I couldn't get through it. Go right. on. I'm sorry.
1: I did. I did Cliff Notes in high school. And, uh, got fifth notes are better. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I just started rereading it. Um, and do it's actually, do you
0: care at all about it?
1: Not yet. What page are you on? I'm 32. You should care by now. I should care. I have a the... 50
0: page thing in my head by 50 pages. If I don't care, I just put it away.
1: Well, here, here's what I will say about Moby Dick is that. we like,
0: I'm like yelling. A I'm kid. so excited.
1: No, when I was a kid, I had a hard time reading it because I tried to care about whaling. Like they would talk about scrimshawing and, and all yeah. of this different wailing terms. And I was like, who cares? Uh, now, I don't have to care. I can skim over those words.
0: Melville got paid by the word. <laughs> he, that's what nobody knows. Uh, that's he why, might have, right? No, he did. Okay. And that's why it makes me so incensed when I read it as an adult. And I like to think I'm um, of above average intelligence and I really love literature. Mm-hmm. I'll sit down. From Anne Sexton poetry to but I Bukowski got friends you that's East. their
1: favorite book
0: Moby Dick yeah they're dullards don't no. be friends with it <laughs> look <laughs> I got the page one eighty they're not in fucking water okay it's Moby the whale right so like what are we doing in this in this little fucking village well, well, get the first, to sea already
1: well the first thirty pages it seems to Sorry, be a I'm political shy. indictment against whatever I I, I don't want I
0: just read into you, yes oh, shoot <laughs> into a great. Into great darkness, something like it was about a whaling expedition from Nantucket. They get sperm whales, but they go there's no Panama it's Canal. It's all whales.
1: It's all whales.
0: They're in the water right they're away, right
1: away with the water. And it's
0: fascinating. I'm a huge. But they fan. don't have a Panama Canal then. Okay. It's the 1800s. Right. So these old ass wooden boats, mm-hmm. they go all the way down the eastern seaboard, mm-hmm. around the Cape of whatever it is. Yep. Up Chile,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then like that's where they get their whales. and They're away for two and a half years. Right. Right. And they come back and they make their money. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they oh, did. wow, I, got, I, have yeah. three, I have three kids.
1: Yeah. Oh, look at this.
0: Fascinating. But yeah. Moby Dick, yeah. Like, no, it's right. terrible. If Fahrenheit 451, fantastic.
1: If you think it's about whaling, you are it's, d- doomed. You are doomed don't to never read, enjoy it. Just
0: don't read Moby Dick. Get our <laughs> app, just get our apps. We'll tell you what you're missing.
1: I'm sitting here with Jay Moore, who's taking a stand against Moby Dick, you guys. It's horrible. You and, think it's not horrible? Uh, I don't think it's horrible. I think that it's actually pretty funny. I Like, I'm 30 pages in, and I'm like, this is actually quite clever and kind of funny. It's dry. I'm not going to... I mean, I haven't finished it.
0: No one ever I, I just has ever a- referred to Moby Dick as funny. But, <laughs> and you're not that ironic.
1: No, I'm not. I am a simple woman of the people, Jay Moore. Yeah. I mean, I... That's why it. I'm,
0: like, surprised. Because yeah. I know you're like me. You have no irony in your body. If I'm wearing a Hello Kitty... <laughs> No, if I have a Hello Kitty T-shirt on, it's because I fucking love Hello Kitty. Right. I don't wear anything ironically, or yeah, I don't no. go see Neil Diamond for a hoot. Like, and No, I'm going to see fucking Neil Diamond. I'm rocking I, out. In my I would ca-ca. like to
1: see Neil Diamond, actually. That would be fun. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. And you yeah. stand up and scream. I saw him at Staples Center. We scream so loud, whoa, 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 hoping he would just stop and point <laughs> and go, that's the greatest goddamn o oh, os oh, I've ever heard.
1: You know that I, uh, slightly ironically... But because it was so horrible. Here's what I ended up one day watched this uh, Tom Jones, Sloop John B. Uh, music video from British television from like 1969. Tom Jones is standing in a white Speedo with a captain's hat. There's on nothing ironic. Yeah. Boat. No, he is not ironic at all. No, but you all. said
0: you watched it ironically.
1: To some extent, I watched it because it was like, I have mesmerizingly horrible. But-
0: yeah, like I have to go YouTube this on my phone when I'm, when I'm oh, in my truck at a red yeah, light yeah, right now. Yeah. Like I'm not, like this, is, I'm down.
1: He is, it is the most viscerally sexual thing. He's standing on this boat. He is clearly at any point about to just get just mobbed by these women who all just want to suck on some part of his body. Just yeah. his feet. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So it is, clearly He kept hilarious. it classy. I like that. He was but he's wearing a white speedo and a and a, and a captain's hat. Yeah. And you're like, "What is happening here?" And then, but then it's not what's happening?
0: It's what's being set up to happen.
1: <laughs> well, and then later uh, somebody had uh somebody posted Prince um doing a, a guitar solo in some Beatles song in a in a George Harrison retrospective. And it was Genuinely, some of the finest music.
0: Prince is underrated. Well, you ever seen do creep at Coachella? No, by Radiohead.
1: No, I don't. He
0: changes it to I wish one Prince album, I wish sadly. you were special. Yeah, because I'm so fucking special. Because Radiohead is I wish I was special. <laughs> oh, yeah, and print only Prince. Yeah, I wish you were special because I'm so fucking special.
1: Yeah, he's pretty creep. <laughs>
0: Um oh I have a comedy album, Happy and a Lot on iTunes that my Happy wife and a lot? My wife wrote the entire hour. It was a showtime special. Oh
1: wow. She wrote the stand-up?
0: Written by Nikki Cox, performed okay. by Jay Moore.
1: Interesting. It was like doing
0: a mammoth play. It was the most nerve-wracking.
1: Because you had to get the words right. Yeah. In you know, A stand-up show. And sh- she venue. is like a solo show more than stand-up.
0: She's a genius. She's right? she's an insomniac, so I'll wake up and she'll hand me a notebook
1: <laughs> and I'll
0: read. Like, I was just at Irvine, and I just went up there with, like, three pages in my pocket. Yeah. And, like, none of it has to be worked out, workshop. Like, mm-hmm. it is, like, what this text that's written.
1: <laughs> that's how it goes.
0: Yeah. Like, midgets so it, refer on- to us as average. Like, fuck you, I'm not average. Like, this whole long bit. Like, that was this weekend. Okay. Oh, I sorry. My album, iTunes. Happy, period. And a lot, period. Okay. So, if you're a gal... And yep. uh, want and to fifty
1: percent of us are
0: respect uh, a gal who gets no credit ever, uh, and that's my wife.
1: But she doesn't want to perform; she just wants to write for you. Well,
0: she's a great actress. I mean, she bought a house at sixteen for crying. She's been on. TV. She was in Paula Abdul videos at eight. She danced for Michael Jackson at eight.
1: Did she grow up here?
0: Yeah, Santa Monica.
1: That'll do it. Uh, so now she's
0: like a mom, and she only wants to do words she's proud of. She
1: just wants to write.
0: No, she wants to act again, but she wants it to be words – because she – look, it was but like she Unhappily Ever After. Oh, no, no, no. no right. No, that would because,
1: no. Right. So, unhappily Ever After yeah.
0: was like a sitcom with a puppet. Okay. Rabbit, like a rabbit puppet. It okay. was the East. A guy that did um, Jerry Cohen and um, Ron Levitt who did um, uh, Married with Children. Okay. This was the other one. Mm-hmm. And it was like Kevin Connolly. Bobcat Goldthwait was the voice of the rabbit. Right. Um, Jeff Pearson, who went on to play the president 19 different times. <laughs> uh, then after that, it was like uh, she went like from that. Then she did her own show called Nikki on the WB. I vaguely remember that. at the same that. time, uh, Nick Von Esmark played her uh, husband, who's like a dear friend. He played a pro wrestler. And she was a showgirl. And every show opened with like these elaborate dance numbers. And then at the same time, she went across the lot and she was a guest star on Norm for two seasons. Okay. Uh, one of the most underrated shows ever is the Norm show, and then Norm uh,
1: Macdonald. Yes, right?
0: of co- of course. And then know. Las Vegas for six years. So like, right. And in between all that, she's mm-hmm. in like the Mr. Show movie and like doing all yeah, this. Yeah. So so
1: she, so she all, works. It's fine.
0: But it was always either sitcomery- Yep. Or, or Las Vegas, she refers to as the love boat. Like, okay. hey, Donny Osmond's here this week. Liter- yeah, yeah. No, literally, Donny Osmond is here this week. Right. And I have to show him uh, how to get to the peach pit to watch <laughs> right. uh, watch uh, Ciara sing. Right, right. So she wants to act again, but when it's words that she's proud of.
1: Right. She she doesn't want to just act. She right. just She wants to do something she, that ain't she in wants to do. for the money. She- Fair enough.
0: So she wrote the entire hour and...
1: And so it's available on CD, is it? An, an no, it was on, iTunes,
0: downloaded on iTunes, download on iTunes, but uh, Happy in a Lot.
1: Is it a hard copy at all? Can people get, it's a DVD, Not then yet. it's a video. Not yet,
0: because Showtime owns it. Okay. I only made sure I pushed the iTunes release because I want to get nominated for a Grammy, so, man, it's <laughs> pathetic. Because well, I was talking to Lisa Lampanelli. the
1: universe, man. Lisa yeah.
0: Lampanelli got nominated for a Grammy, right? <clears throat> for a comedy album, it was when she was on my, uh, More Stories. Okay. And I was like... Oh, like as she's talking when was to me, that? like three years ago. And yeah. as she's talking to me, I just completely fade out. It's like a scene from like all that jazz.
1: Right, like I'm not there, like <laughs> just
0: her mouth. And I'm like, I can get nominated for a fucking Grammy. Mm-hmm. Like that's too bizarre. And then she said she was up against Harry Shear, George Lopez, Stephen Wright. Like okay. these are people like where if you don't win,
1: you're that's like, fine.
0: like, what are you going to do? It's yeah. Harry Shear, it's Stephen, it's George Lopez. Yeah. Fucking Flight of the Concords wins. Yeah. Like, if you talk to her about it, she'll start yelling. Right.
1: Those Kiwi mother- mother like, out
0: of all the people. Right, right. But just-
1: But the Flight of the Concords are amazing.
0: There are no Harry Shearer, Stephen Wright, or George, look, I'm- Look, I am a hack from way back. My- Look, stimulus response. How many laughs are there? I know there's art to it uh, yeah I enjoy the pauses as much as more than they most, cel-
1: they celebrate the silence in a way that is very uh, that is very New Zealandy but they uh, ain't Harry
0: Shear Stephen Wright George Lopez
1: they no
0: it's, it's so dry it crackles
1: uh, they are not and in a good way though it's uh, they are I mean the thing is is maybe they I are would the have greatest been album
0: I would have been mad if I had well, lost to them. you're going to be mad if you don't win No that's not true. I've lost before. If, he,
1: if Harry Shear would have beat me, yes. The uh, Stephen Wright, maybe George Lopez, Lisa Lampanelli, fuck them.
0: Yeah, fuck them. Uh, I
1: don't. I don't. Fuck them right in their ear. Well, no, it's uh, that's I, I'm as good as either of them, quite honestly. And uh, I know people you are actually. Like, are. George Lopez is amazing. George Lopez is amazing at what he does. Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli is actually amazing at what she does, but it is not necessarily for me.
0: But what you're doing?
1: But I love what Stephen Wright does, and I love what Harry Shear does.
0: You know what's amazing about Stephen actually, Wright? Really? Stephen Wright's the only comedian mm-hmm. in the history of comedy mm-hmm. that started at 2000 seat theaters mm-hmm. and 30 years later the trajectory is exactly the same. There's He's been no doing... sit- there's been no sitcom. Well, there's been, been no acting, like
1: he didn't was he mad about you for a little bit?
0: Sorta, of, but like, but, there's never been like, I gotta go do, you know, bananas in Fort Lee, New Jersey. There's no like, arena, no, there's no ju- movie, there's no sitcom. Just, to, when he came out and we knew who he was, 2000 Seat Theaters, and just a straight like. We, I have the, to
1: tell you, my favorite Stephen Wright story is that he did a guest set, uh, at my home club, Minneapolis, Acme Comedy Company. That's
0: where you did your album. That's you have a good, right, have a good where, album.
1: Yeah, good album. And but the uh, um not
0: Grammy nominated.
1: Turns out. And uh but the
0: uh <laughs> the, neither am I.
1: Right. But the uh the crazy thing is is so he just runs he's running a five minute set for Letterman. Uh, it it's probably ten years ago. And uh afterwards people are going up and introducing themselves. Uh my father, sadly, I think, said, weren't you on friends to him? And he was very polite to my dad. Anyway, so
0: I wasn't the, on Friends, but I was on a show <laughs> called Enemies once. It was a reality show. We shot it in my garage. It was amazing. I gave it a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. nice. But it, the the, the no. Well, my favorite joke at that point was he had this, and you could do this in his voice. I can't do voices, but it was. I'm getting an MRI tomorrow to find out if I have claustrophobia. That is the joke, that's a and good it's joke. one of the greatest jokes uh, in the world of two sentence jokes. But. Some guy, I'm standing. I'm just standing next to him because I think I was hosting at the time. It might I have never been. Never heard 20 that That's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm standing next to him, and this guy comes up. He's like a huge fan. Getting huge an, fan. an
0: MRI tomorrow to see if I have claustrophobia.
1: Yeah, uh, more pause in between. I'm getting yeah, an MRI course. tomorrow. I just and know then, I'm pressed
0: on time, so I right, fly through it.
1: on time. So some yeah.
0: guy goes up to him and says, "What?"
1: Yeah, and so he's talking to him, and you know, Steve, Stephen Wright, perfectly polite, and he's like, "Thanks, I'm glad you're a huge fan." He goes, "What happened, man?" And he literally is looking him in the eye, and he goes, "You were so big at one point." What? And he's like, "No, I'm working the walk. I'm working the theater, this weekend I'm- It's going to be. And you know, he didn't say I'm making seventeen grand this weekend. <laughs> uh, is, that a- is there something wrong with that? Right, and right. Uh, and the guy is just like, "What?" And finally, and he won't shut up. He's like thirty-five, a minute and a half of this, and finally Steve Wright goes, "Hey, you like baseball?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, why?" He said, "Change the subject." And he just said it, and it just—it was the greatest. Wow, it was perfect. He just nailed the guy. I don't know. If, i mean, Stephen Wright. May not even remember that, but I—I I love Stephen Wright. He's just incredibly what smart. Is, it just—it's it, a—it's just, a treat to watch the guy.
0: Well, I saw one time he did it. It was on his last special, and I saw him doing it on Letterman, leading up to it. But he did a bit that was so un-Steven Wright because the setup was so long. Oh, wow. It was like when I was a kid, I used to work in a planetarium in Toronto. Like, first of all, no, you're from Boston. Like, it's, right. it starts like, wait, what?
1: I don't, yeah, don't. Like Canadian? Like,
0: working at a planetarium. He goes, and we had a softball team, and we'd play other planetariums in the neighborhood around surrounding cities. <laughs> and we'd practice every night. And, of course, it's five times longer, but...
1: Than every he joke goes, he's ever written. <laughs> the f-
0: the right now, I'm doing it f- 20 times faster than the actual joke. Yeah. Uh, and it went on forever. Like, <laughs> when we would rehearse, the first baseman would stand under Mercury. The second baseman would stand under Venus. Shortstop stand on Earth. third baseman... And he goes through all the planets, all nine positions. Wow. And that, well, Pluto's not a planet anymore. I got the motive, but everybody's get yelling the at the phone. But we know. He goes, uh, you know, right fielder standing on the Jupiter, and it just goes uh, <laughs> And He goes, then we had our first game. We had to forfeit because we were all standing way too far apart. <laughs> it was like, wow, you brought me on that a journey, so and awesome. closed the gate behind me before I knew it.
1: So, okay, stevenwright.com you guys go buy that fucking album, too. Yeah,
0: no kidding. Why not? Dennis Miller's got a great. You said Cat scan. Dennis Miller yeah. on the Off White best album name ever, the Off White album. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I just got back from LA, Los Angeles, the only city where people list cat scans as film credits on their resume. <laughs> I always love that one.
1: I got I saw him uh like s- 4 months ago in Santa Barbara. He was hanging out with Who was in 10? Bo Derrick and... She lives
0: up there with John Corbett. And John Corbett. They're a couple, yeah. yeah. Right, so... Corbett's a good dude.
1: Right, so John Corbett, Bo Derrick, and uh, Dennis Miller walk into a bar. No, they all walk into the back... It's a
0: good-looking trio right there. It's a
1: good-looking trio. What I thought was... uh, Bo Derrick, the nicest of the three, quite honestly. Like, the only one who entered... I was just... I was a minion. So she introduced herself to me and was very nice. And I was like... And
0: she looks Bo great. Bo Derek? Yeah, I yeah, saw her on uh, 60, Oprah's, like, right? Super Soul Sunday or something. Yeah. And I See, was like, she looks amazing.
1: She looks amazing. And I don't know if, I, I don't know if people have had work. Who uh, cares?
0: I'm going to get everything done.
1: Are you going to get everything
0: done? I'm balding. I need new veneers. I got medication to get my sperm count up. It makes my nipples itch. I'm like a 12 year old <laughs> girl anyway. I have, I have itchy titties right now.
1: Right now? Speaking yes. Speaking of which, uh, what are, scratch away. What are, um, so what's with? Uh, I want to get back to oh, dorkdom. I really because it's amazing. It's uh though you were t- you were talking celebrities, and one of your other dorkdoms was celebrity pets. Do you guys have a pet? Cause I have you were three talking dogs. about people with giant like cash flow with their cat with their animals, yeah, and they're do- booking them.
0: Yeah, there's a dog Boo who your listeners might know. The Rangers, you, Sex and the City, Carrie Bradshaw. Yes, and I know every episode of Sex and the City.
1: Well, um, really? Did a, you see the second movie?
0: I did, and I actually the, thought it was fine.
1: Oh, it's the worst. You know how? It they, is, you know what well, it was? Which, which
0: it was which, what it is. It was what it was. That's all. Except for
1: that, I really did like the first two seasons of Sex and the City. It's
0: a perfect television show. That's what the people don't understand. No, every season <laughs> is thirty minutes of perfect television. You know how you know that? How do you know that? Because if you get miranda in right. rehearsal mm-hmm. one of carrie's lines of dialogue right the entire set would go wait hold on a second
1: oh because the characters are so they're distinct? set in stone right
0: like seinfeld if jason alexander walked in and said i'm uh taking my uh my rooster down to cockfight you go wait no wait what, what? no but if that's crammer yeah, yeah.
1: Right, so um, the characterizations are very distinct. Which uh Which of the four would you be? Which of Which I'd character? be Carrie all
0: day. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Because yeah. I
0: want to sleep with Chris North.
1: Uh, what I would be is I uh, I would be in yes. the second movie. I would be the Arab guy that gets the, you'd be them Mario Cantone. It. I would be the I would be the one that gets them all arrested for being asshats. Because uh, who's it, Miranda? Not Miranda. Who's the one who uh, is the Samantha? N- so there's who's is she the uh, the Asian the planner? baby? No, no, the, the planner, the, the party planner who gets them into everything. I don't know. It's, uh, she's always sleeping with super young guys and, uh, Samantha, Samantha. Is it Samantha?
0: The older woman that's the, old, like the, the slut oldest lady. of the, yeah, yeah the, the oldest lady. of them, yeah. yeah.
1: And, yeah, so I, I would Kim be. Cattrall. Kim Cottrell. Kim Cottrell, yeah, I would be the Arab guy who got Kim Cottrell arrested.
0: On Family Guy, they had a Kim Cottrell scene.
1: Yeah, do the porch now, Rodolfo.
0: Yeah, that's great. Kim Cattrall was about to have sex on the family guy, and the guy jumped on top of her, and she smashed into the dust. <laughs> it's like, wow. But you were asking, oh, sex in the city? Yeah. How did we get there?
1: Uh, we got there through I watch every episode because I'm
0: good. To tell, oh, so one day Carrie Bradshaw has her book release. Okay. And the lines are on the block, Mm-hmm. and uh, nobody comes up to her. They're all in line for Boo, the dog. Really? The The, be- the world's most beautiful dog, Boo. It's a little Pomeranian. Okay. So that got on my radar. It was hilarious. Okay. Then there's a dog. You can go on the website of the world's most beautiful dog, and the webpage says, like, is he a savant? Is he an alien? Is he the Buddha? <laughs> and, like, you click here for bookings. And my friend told me about Cat Con. Yeah. And there's a cat, little, little bub.
1: Lil Bub. He's my
0: phone guy. It's great. He's what do you great. call that? Phone holder?
1: Right, right. He's on he's on phone a case.
0: case. And a cat con, like Comic Con, you go and you walk around. But if you wanted a Polaroid with that fucking cat, it's $175.
1: And Lil Bub, is this not a kitten? This is some it's sort of pig cat. Meat. Just he, a cat, just a beautiful cat. Just been pig a little meat white or
0: something? Mint. Huh?
1: Is it little? It looks no. like a kitten. I mean he's smallish. He's on
0: the small side. Okay. But like just the fact that you can get your cat $175, How a pop. thousand people. That's nuts, right? <laughs> yeah, that is So nuts. I have three dogs. They're on my Instagram, jmore Sports. Okay. And I got a Yorkie named Mabel. Mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. I have a Maltese named Dolores Delago, the Toast of Chicago. <laughs> uh, not beautiful, kind of weird looking. Right. Her mustache gets yellow too quickly. Wow. But,
1: but I got you a, love her.
0: I got a Pomeranian named Security. Yep. She's three pounds. They're all three pounds. Okay. This Pomeranian, I'm going after Boo.
1: Okay, you're gonna t- d- head to head.
0: This dog's way more beautiful than Boo, <laughs> Mabel. If I got on Mabel when she was like a year, or a year and a half years old, two years old,
1: is it because they're trained to do shit too? Can they? No, do they're things? just
0: aesthetically so pleasing to look at. They're models. Okay. They can't but, talk. But, but, will just they like sit there? just like human being models. You can't <laughs> have a conversation with my Pomeranian. Right. And they'll make you feel a little weird when you walk away. But I want to make a run at these these assholes that think they're like, right, no, you're you know have like- the most beautiful animal? And I think like having some celebrity, I could actually, if I really wanted to.
1: Right. You got to work I,
0: an angle. I think I could that like actually bump Boo or Lil Bub or Grumpy yep. Cat you've seen. looks Grumpy like Wilfred Grimley. Yep. Like I'm bumping these fuckers <laughs> out. Can you like, I can go to like dog con. Right? And It makes seven you know hundred hundred thousand dollars with Polaroids
1: Yeah, have you been to familypetancestry.com? All right wow. uh, <laughs> I bought it. It's mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, you mentioned it on your podcast
1: Right, because it's, it's I didn't know you really did No, I bought it because it's funny Because don't you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower? Anyway uh but amazing. it's amazing After I did that joke on Conan A guy actually emailed me And I don't know if it's true Uh I, Half of me wants it to be true And half thinks that he's a hilarious guy But he emails me, he's like You know, my cat's actually a direct descendant of Harry Truman's cat And I was like, well, that can't be true But maybe it's true And it made me laugh, so Oh, my
0: God.
1: Hey, Jay Moore, it's been an hour, by the way.
0: How did Harry Truman have cats?
1: Well, why wouldn't Harry Truman have cats? He's an American. Uh, people He's from watch.
0: Missouri. He's from Independence, Missouri. You'd
1: think dogs. You'd yeah, dogs. Nice, uh, nice a nice hound. Man. Right. He'd bomb Nagasaki for no reason. This
0: was very simple and easy, which speaks volumes to how effortlessly you are guiding a conversation. Well, there life.
1: we go. And an hour has passed. And hmm. people, go see Jay Moore. He's going to be October 17th in Houston. In House
0: H- of Blues in Houston.
1: That's it. And October 27th, 22nd in Phoenix.
0: That whole weekend, Stand Up Live 22, 23, 24 with oh, Dean good. Del Rey. That'll be great. Well, that'll I want to see some fun. Rangers. Bring your Dork Forest uh, t shirts to my shows. Mm, right, and, and I you can just point see them you. out. I don't pick on anybody ever in the audience. You never have to worry. No, my self absorption
1: is complete. I don't pick on anybody. Uh, you I'm guys work too hard for 11, man. I, yeah. It's, uh, it's, but uh, you go to jmore.com, you go at jmore37 and jmore sports on Instagram? Yes. Okay. So
0: get my app for my podcast, get your app, more stories, happy
1: dot and a lot dot for my tunes and, uh, and go out there and watch little real housewives.
0: Uh, I really think you're cool, Jackie.
1: And also with you, Jay Moore, quite honestly, you know, know we can do
0: any podcast, but I was like, no, I got to do Jackie's.
1: That's awesome, man. Thanks. Thanks love. Take care out there. Bye. My hat,
0: my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, (laughs) my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?